0: Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Teresa, and every week we gather here at the cafe to just share life together and to encourage one another. And so I'm glad that you are joining me today. I have Carol Turner with me from the ministry called E3 Kids. It's pretty interesting. She's been to several of our Encouragement Cafe events, um, and I had met her years ago, and just began to find out a little bit about the ministry and. It's so intriguing. And then through the Encouragement Cafe events, I've seen more of how they're getting word out about the ministry. So, Carol, thank you for joining me today. Oh, Thank you for having me here, Teresa. I'm thrilled. And we've been kind of talking behind the scenes (laughs) before um, we even started here today. And just uh, it's been amazing to see how God has directed our lives to be even connected right now to be able to see what he's doing um, through ministries but specifically e3kids for those who have no idea what that is what what is your overview description of what the ministry e3kids does
1: well e3kids international is a ministry that equips and empowers schools to educate children Um, we work in kenya um, in the Mombasa area to um, educate not only uh, K through eighth grade, but into high school and now on to college. And um, we've been doing it for the past 10 years. Mm. And um, it's amazing to see how God has really used this ministry in the heart of a Muslim area, this Christian school that is raising up leaders for Christ and wow. seeing people converted to from Islam to Christianity and to see God powerfully work in their lives. Okay, so E3 Kids International sounds
0: like so amazing and it's been only around for 10 years Mm -hmm. and yet here you sit the founder of this i'm sure you never ever imagined that god would have you start this ministry and that it would be what it is so kind of roll back for a moment and just kind of share how that vision ever even began could you have
1: imagined that God would be
0: using you in this way?
1: No, I think um, in my 20s, I before I got married, I was doing mission work and working with kids, and I could see God doing it then. But after getting married and having three children and taking on the task of raising girls, um, not only just raising them, but they all had serious medical conditions. Mm. And I was really set back for years in the trenches of working with one child that had juvenile osteoporosis and also a mixture of brittle bones disease, which is osteogenesis imperfecta. And to watch her break over and over again. Mm. And um, you know just trying to find out over six years, even what it was that was happening to my daughter. So in the trenches of um, my middle daughter having such a severe diagnosis and started breaking at age two and didn't end to age 12. So it was a 10 year period of just in the trenches of medical with her. And coming out of that um, as a mom, I would have never imagined that I would be working in Kenya. And not only Kenya, E3 also works in Guatemala (laughs) for the last four years uh, with family-style orphan care, with Safe Haven Village, some missionaries from here that we're empowering Mm. in Guatemala. And I would have never dreamed when I was in the trenches of motherhood, of (laughs) raising three daughters um, with the medical conditions that I would have ever been where i am now and especially 10 years out
0: <laughs> so roll back to that moment where you first felt that nudge that god might be having you get involved with the work that was happening there you knew about the christian school um or the school that was called royal
1: royal kids royal comprehensive kids. school in um it's in mick and danny and john Vu um two little uh, sub towns outside of Mombasa a larger city okay on the coast of East Africa in Kenya so you would kind of known about that a little bit yeah
0: and then at what point do you feel God just nudging you like Carol I've got something for you to do there
1: well I had met the founder of the school she came here to to a mission conference in Harrisonburg uh, Virginia, and she was invited over to Fredericksburg area where I live, and she came to Fredericksburg Christian School, and she came to a retreat that I also went on with my oldest daughter, who had been just recently struggling um, with anorexia and was um, just not at a good place. And I was went on this retreat, and Grace was there. Um, she is the founder of the school, and her husband Nagal and they. Um, uh, introduced themselves to me and gave me a card cards of kids that needed to be sponsored. And mm. I was like, I would love to sponsor your children, but <laughs> I'm really going through so much right now with my own daughter. Mm. And her and I became very kindred spirits. Her oldest son would, has struggled and been had kind of a reckless life. And he was much older than my daughter at the time. And yet um, she could understand the struggles, a young mom of a of a ninth grader, of a four, 13, 14 year old yeah. that was struggling. And so we became very kindred in our spirit and started praying for one another. And that's how all of this birthed out of uh, my praying about, Lord, how do you want me to be involved? How can I empower this woman who's doing great work in the heart of a Muslim area with a small Christian school that really needed someone to come alongside her during that time? Wow. And, um, and then to see how God um, was using, changing my heart and opening up my ability, though, going through all of this stuff with my family, learning how to get outside of myself mm. and give to others. But I feel like
0: anyone who is honest and God's called them to something, if there's a dream that suddenly starts to come alive Mm -hmm. in your heart, I think all of us have moments of fear. Oh, absolutely. All of us have moments of wondering, did I hear you, God? Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. If I did hear you, are you sure? Are you sure you're calling me to do that? That's right. I don't want to go to Africa (laughs) (laughs) or
1: whatever it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. but at the same time, I love that you say that, that God just kept that verse before you and that you were honest about that mm-hmm. and that you chose to follow what he said yeah. and chose to obey that, to be courageous and not to fear, even in the face of the fears and the questions. Um, and you just came back and you were telling me about things that are happening through E3 Kids, um, even with kids that you have seen through the school and are now in college and, and passionate for God, kind of speak on what that process has been like to see how everyone who actually comes alongside and and helps the ministry of E3 Kids International, how that is affecting what you've seen over the last 10 years.
1: Oh, It started for me with uh, 16 kids or in class eight or grade eight, as we say here. And they were kids that were brilliant and bright. And uh, several of them were Muslims at the time. And to watch God take them from where they were um, my husband and I first sponsored this 16, and um, they are now productive citizens. They have mm-hmm. graduated high school, gone into college, graduated college. Some are still in. Some are in medical school and, and various others. But really seeing that um, if you sow into someone's life, it has a ripple effect. Oh, and yeah. it is amazing to see that some of these kids who started out as Muslims are now uh, viable, loving Christian women mm. and men of God. And to see, one is Rachel in particular. She is 23 years old and she loves the Lord. And she, um, there's no going back, and yet she has a witness to her own people Um, And she stands firm in Christ, even despite the persecution. And so 10 years later, I think the greatest reward is not only seeing them become productive leaders for Christ in their communities, but to see Muslims giving their lives to Christ and willing to surrender all for Him. And to see them then give back and to sow into other Muslim kids. It's just that cycle has been so rewarding
0: that's amazing now you said that the school has grown now into two schools and and 200 kids
1: and it was it's 200 kids that we actually sponsor out <laughs> of the 800, kids, 800. That <laughs> kids that come there oh my goodness. so the one campus has over 500 and the other has almost 300 and um so and with teachers and staff it's about 8 twenty five. okay um, so i love what you told me is that um These Muslim
0: students are allowed to come and attend this Christian school free
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. um, and why their parents are allowing them to do that I'd love for you to touch on that.
1: Sure absolutely um, one of the things is that when you make less than $2 a day you can't afford to have your kids go to school because $40 is what keeps kids from school but more so than that is that um, they see that this is free education they're using the word of God not to prostatize but to use it as a way of building moral character so so these Muslim families are seeing their kids coming home being kind, being gentle, being helpful, right. being things that they're not being taught <laughs> um, in Madras, which is the Islamic school, and to see God just really um, change those kids. And so when you go to school there, you will see kids that are in veil, and you will meet Mohammeds and the uh, the other kids that are um, Islamic. And they're praising Jesus, mm-hmm. just as the Christian kids are. And so it's amazing. And that's what really nine years ago changed my life to just watching a young Muslim girl recite the whole book of First John. And the whole book. The whole book. All four chapters, there's actually five, but she stopped at four. Oh, my and I word. she went on and on and on. And I my mouth couldn't close because the work they're doing there is real and it's it's life-changing. And you know, as you sow in God's word, and I know um, Pajuma is her name. She is now just graduated high school. She's Struggling. Do I want to become a Christian? Do I stay, you know, in the Islamic faith? And But all that word that's been planted yeah. in her, I know God will use. And yeah, I mean, that's where we hold on to the
0: promise, even Amen. for our own children. Absolutely. That, you know, that God's word will never return void. Amen. That something happens when you get that word inside of you. That's right. And God is at work, even if we're not exactly seeing all that's happening. I love that. I mean, my word. I don't know that I have memorized an entire
1: book. Me neither. Of the Bible. (laughs) I I felt very convicted that day, (laughs) nine
0: years ago, going, wow. I've got some verses. I know a lot of word, but sometimes I can't even tell you exactly where it's located. I can tell you the verse, but I use Google
1: a lot, but the fact that... Um, they have these kids that could memorize entire chapters. And well, and it was the scripture of first John three sixteen through nineteen that, you know she was saying, This is how you know what love is. Jesus Christ laid us down, laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Mm. If anyone has material possession and sees his brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Wow. Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with action and in truth. And I sat there that day Mm. (laughs) looking with an enormous amount of great need around me. Wow. Willing to give them money that I had inherited. And it it would have been a tiny... A squirt gun on a raging fire of need and would have been consumed and it would have been used, but it would never had a lasting impact So I'm so grateful for my husband who told me to come home and to sow this money into starting e three kids International Mm. and to watch what God has done
0: now when you come to the encouragement cafe events that you've been to you have this beautiful setup and there are so many amazing things that you actually sell to help the ministry of E yeah. three Kids International. But there's story behind that. So tell Absolutely. us what it is that when we see these displays, what is happening and what is What are the things that you're selling Yeah,
1: Well, a lot of times um, we look for local artisans that are working around the Mombasa area that believe in Christian education. Mm. And I met a man who was an elder of a church who had carving skills, and he was already working with young Muslim boys, 15 to 19, at-risk kids that never had an education, sniffing glue, getting themselves in trouble. Mm. And he said, hey, let me teach you a skill that you can use to grow with. And he started this about 15 years ago. His name is Jeffrey, and he had now has a whole wood village of carvers that um, he has impacted. And a lot of them have come to Christ because they had no hope other wow. than outside of, you know, learning something. No one invested in them, and so here he is investing in. Um, their lives. And so we sell wood products. we sell jewelry that are made by a lot of their wives. Um we sell things that are from Shanzu workshop. It is a girls' guild that works with disabled girls that were used for panhandling. Wow. And this woman, um, actually a Hindu woman, saw, these girls having value. And she started this whole um, sewing program for them. And as they go through it, they become a master seamstress. And they're either given a machine to go back to their village or to their town, Or they stay and work on the production line. But now um, it has turned into um, Christian leaders leading this, sewing into these girls' lives the love of Christ. Mm. Um, And so we love to support them and buy their things. Um, Many other, uh, there's people who make sandals, there's people who make scarves, um, different, all kinds of people that we meet. Um, There's an artist named Moses who um, has his daughter at the school, and this is a way he's making their living um wow of another woman who we helped um start with soapstone her name is bernadette and she now has six to eight people working for her all because not only we buy but others buy from her and it we love to promote and empower women especially christian women yeah. who are raising up strong um kids for christ and so all of our products have a story behind them and have wow. a person that's ministering out to many mm. um, for Christ in their community. Same with Guatemala. We work with artisans there to promote and we're using those to build um, for orphan style family care, helping orphans stay in families in Guatemala. Wow, So that is powerful. So, you know,
0: when, first of all, I've seen all of those things. They're, they're so beautiful, it's hard it's hard to figure out what you want because you can't buy it all. But <laughs> like, I've, I've seen so many beautiful things. But when people are – I hope that they'll stop by. If you're ever at an Encouragement Cafe event and E3 Kids is there, I hope you'll stop by and just have a conversation because it's fascinating. Um, but when they do, tell us some of the tangible things that you have been able to see E3 Kids do even over the last couple of years um, to help in – Different villages in different situations.
1: Well, we actually take the money that we raise from that. We, if you see a price of forty dollars, we've paid them twenty, which is probably um, they would have only gotten five in their country. Mm. So they're already we're already investing in them. We take that full amount and we take it back into educating kids. So we do not keep any of that money. It, it all goes back into investing in. We have people that generously give, and if you would like to give too, to um, buy from these artisans, yeah. and then that way the. E- Three is not incurring that expense either, and so it's a way that you can invest in. You can take five thousand and make it into thirty-five thousand. Mm. So it's a great return on your investment, and to sow into many people's lives. Yeah, um, but. We have been able to uh, work in the community um, in empowering food programs for kids at school and in their families. We've been able to provide the schools with extensive libraries, and um, we've been able to put chemistry labs in. We're working on computer labs. We're not there yet, but we're working on it. Um, uh, We're working on power sources and just the school buildings themselves. So we've put up multiple level buildings. Um, So all of this money that people give us, 90, I would say 90 93.8 or 94% (laughs) goes out to the intended. So if you give us money, it's going out. We yeah. have very little overhead. We work out of my home as as our our base. My whole basement has turned into E3Kids. <laughs> and, uh, and it's been wonderful. It's It's been great to have them revolving in and out of my home. But all of that to say is we keep our overhead very low so that yeah. the majority of the money that people entrust with us that we're able to go out and invest into people's lives in both Ken- in Kenya and Guatemala when you were just recently there you were showing me some pictures of these incredible buckets
0: that are absolutely so simple Mm -hmm. and yet huge and i love seeing the logo right there on the bucket e3kids international but share how simple that is and even the knowledge that you're able to impart in that area about the importance of that clean water
1: yeah, and that is the thing. Education is the key to change. And um, I, people don't know why they're getting sick, except they were drinking the water and it was making them sick. Mm. And our, our teachers were missing school. Our kids were out of school. So nobody was there a year and a half ago when I was there. And it was because of waterborne illnesses. Wow. So they're a school. They know about them, but they didn't know how to fix the problem. And neither did I. And when challenged with that from one of the principals. And so I looked into it. And Uzema water filters are actually, they're out of a Atlanta, but there was a man who went to Kenya years ago and saw this problem and developed a filter that's sort of like military grade filter and it filtrates water um, that has team that's teeming with parasites and mm. amoebas and typhoid. We not we don't necessarily deal with cholera in our area, whereas other parts of Kenya they do. But it takes and it takes those particles out of the water that people are drinking but it's not just drinking you have to teach them that you have to wash your hands how how first of all how disease is transmitted and it's not transmitted in the nicest way right. so we won't talk about that right now right. but <laughs> <laughs> but what um, not only washing your hands but how to wash your dishes because parasites can stay yeah. and remain on dishes up to 3 days and people didn't know that neither did i before i started all this wow um, you know and then you have uh, the training of how to you know not only do that but to cook with it and to Um, and all the different ways of the sanitation. But more than that, uh, what we're finding out is that people are able to save money because they're not having to boil their water. So they don't have to use the fuel that they would have had to pay for. They're not having to buy what's called mineral water, which supposedly is safe, but a lot of times is making them sick as well. And so if water is filtered through this UZEMA water filtration system, it's 99.9% pure. In fact, when they first start drinking it, it has a detoxing pr- principle because oh, they're wow. never used to drinking that much wow. um, pure water. And so their body is cleansing. And so, wow. as you, a few days later, their bodies are becoming healthy. They're not spending money on medication any longer um, that they wow. would have had to when they had parasites. And so, it's wonderful to see um, how just a simple bucket system with a filter in it can change the whole face of the school. We implemented 150 last June to 70 to the teachers and then um, 80 to the most vulnerable children. Okay. Um, 3,100 children die every day um, in. Kenya because of waterborne illnesses 3,100 kids that could be prevented wow. here in America we rarely hear that unless a child's drinking out of the stream yeah. you know you don't have that kind of problem here mm. and nor do we think about it often
0: yeah.
1: um, but these UZEMA water filter um, buckets have changed the lives of kids and I just implemented 120 this past month wow. and yeah and, and that was raised can I just say by a local school here called Fredericksburg Christian School they did um, water bead bracelets and as mm. they put these bracelets together um, it's a twofold thing I buy the bracelets from g- girls that want to stay in school and be and keep in school and so it pays their school fees and then we um, string them here and sell them here for fifteen dollars a piece and they raised over seven thousand dollars selling wow. these and that was hundred and twenty buckets that we were just able to implement this past month um, so kids helping kids schools helping schools become well um, mm.
0: and e3 kids is is the the conduit to bring all of that together and to allow god to pour out into that area and you know you brought up the verse and that's what i'm hearing now it is it is so awesome to share the love of jesus Amen. and somehow i feel like um the phrase comes if you go and take care of his kids in africa doing what he's called you to do his promise is to take care of yours while you're gone and I know all of us at mom, as moms know how that feels. So I've so loved having you here today. Oh, it's been great being um, here. And I pray we're going to have you back again. But friends, if you're curious about the ministry of E3 Kids, Carol, why don't you just go ahead and tell us the website. They can find out more.
1: So E3Kids.com is our website website. Um, check us out. Um, We have all kinds of things that we do, and we love to get people involved. If I can empower you in any small way to make a difference, I would love to do that. So check us out, e3kids.com. And uh, you can also email me at carolt at e3kids.com, and I'll be glad to talk with you.
0: Love it, love it. So thank you for joining us today, and may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online, when you get a chance to sit down and breathe, at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week, where we fill you up one cup at a time.
1: Luanne, I'm so excited about the new Encouragement Cafe website. We've got devotions on there. We've got past radio shows on there you can listen to. We have Bible studies taking place on there. There's so many ways to get a dose of encouragement from the website. So I'm excited to send people to check it out. I am too. And you know, you can always see where we're going to be next. We have events happening all over the country. Check it out, EncouragementCafe.com dot com.